Welcome to the Business Blast Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. This episode is brought to you by Authors Unite. Authors Unite makes the process of becoming a published best-selling author as simple as sipping your morning cup of coffee. You can learn more about Authors Unite at AuthorsUnite.com. Now, let's jump into the episode. All right, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Business Blast podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Wagner. Today, I have a good friend, Brian Appleton, with us. He is the host and creator of the Insurance Agent Summit, uh, which is the insurance industry's largest online event for insurance agents with more than 10,000 attendees. He is the co-author of the best-selling book, Customer Service is Just Foreplay, the modern customer experience will separate you apart from your competition. So welcome to the show, man. Hey, bud. Happy to be here. Glad to do this for you. Awesome, dude. Pumped to have you here. Um, we'll dive right into the first one, Brian. The first one uh, is, what is the best story from your life that has an underlying valuable message? Yeah, well, um, you know, thinking of, uh, trying to think, I've had a, a lot of stuff that's happened in my life that I feel like is, uh, you know, giving me opportunities to learn from. But the one that's been most recent is my daughter was born about uh, two and a half years ago. And after that, my wife got sick and we didn't know what was going on. And we went through uh, a lot of doctor's appointments and, and just a lot of things trying to figure out what was going on. And then we finally did. And um, she had to have a, a pretty major surgery. And I say all that to say, thankfully, um, you know, we're doing great. She's doing really well. Um, it wasn't cancer or anything really serious, but, um, you know, through that process, I guess it was really challenged. My, my personal life suffered, my business suffered. Um, it was, it was just a really challenging time for us. And so I say all that to say the valuable message through all of that for me was it really put into perspective, you know, what's important for life. I, I reevaluated kind of my life and evaluated where I was at and how happy I was. And so that forced me to look back at when I was younger. And, you know, really when I was in my 20s, one of my teens in my 20s, oftentimes we look back at the time and say, man, I could be happy with $20 in my pocket and good friends and uh, a drink in my hand sometimes and just hanging out and having fun. And, um, you know, but also looking at that time, I was, uh, had a lot of insecurities as well. So now looking, all of that has forced me to now say, you know, how am I really, fulfilled and happy and secure with my life. And, and now being 35, I feel like I'm in a much better place. And really um, just being happy with the little things in life of, of uh, a smile from my daughter or a laugh from my wife. And so um, the valuable message is to just, I guess, appreciate where you're at and, and uh, enjoy the ride a little bit. Yes, man. Dude, congrats on the uh, daughter, dude. That's awesome. Man. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. It's exciting. <laughs> um so cool. The next one I have for you, man, is what is the most valuable piece of information we should know that's within your expertise or industry? Sure. Well, uh, I, I work a lot in the insurance industry, which is pretty boring. So uh, <laughs> trying to think of your audience, you know, I mean, you know, one of the most valuable things I can tell anybody, and you know this too, Tyler, is uh, sales copywriting. That's really how I cut my teeth of being an online marketer. Um, it's, it's helped me in so many ways with uh, my business, what we do with the online insurance summits, what it helps me with selling. It helps me with um, interacting with just people in my daily life. So being a good sales copywriter and really working on that and making it an art and a crime, I'm far from great at it. I mean, I'm really a, still a novice, but I continue to learn and, and, and try to get better every day. But that's such an important skill for any industry that you're in. So I would just uh, tell your 
listeners to really look at that and, and make it a part of what you do and a skill set you try to build. Definitely, man. And, I, and I'm just curious, like for, for myself, that's something that I, when I first started out, I really dove into uh, as well. And what I would do is I was at, I would actually like copy other people's sales copy, like every morning for like 30 minutes to an hour, just like writing it just to like feel like kind of like that flow, you know, like maybe like copy like Seth Godin or Russell Brunson, somebody like that. And just like write it down on paper. And that was helping me to get better at forming my own sales copy. So do you have any like tips for like how you've gotten better? Yeah. So that I actually, I think we both, uh, the Dave Maxwell school of copywriting. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I actually even you know, did uh, people that had done it a lot, um, you know, 20, 30 years ago, you know, wrote down their copies. So, um, there's a thing called the boron letters that, you know, you go through and you can write copy on stuff like that. And so, um, you know, I think it's that, I think it's also reading, you know, and being engaged with the great copywriters, get on email lists. I mean, I'm on Jeff Walker's and, um, yeah. you know, uh, Dean Kennedy's and, uh, I'm trying to think, you know, Evan Pagan, I, mean, I followed Evan for a long time. His stuff kind of weighed on me a little bit. I kind of got off of it, but, um, I think it's going to be as many of those as you can see what they're putting in their email copy. What subject lines are they using? What you got to follow those people and engage with, with their stuff. Look, check out their sales pages. I mean, you got to look at what everyone's doing. And then try to adopt a style that works for you. And think about your audience. I mean, honestly, a lot of the online marketing stuff that works in a lot of other niches, we've tested in ours, and it doesn't work very well. We have to be a little bit more professional. Our stuff has to be a little shorter and to the point because of the audience that we deal with. So you have to take that into account. But, um, yeah, try to get on as many lists as you can and watch what other great copywriters are doing. Got it. And um, the next one is, what's your best piece of just overall business advice, so not necessarily industry-specific? Sure. So um, I would say one of the best pieces of advice I got from a mentor is add value first. Um, you know, he would tell me, you can't get what you want till someone else gets what they want. Now, I don't necessarily love the verbiage of that because it makes it seem like it's a transactional relationship. But there's a lot of truth there. And, you know, before that, I would always be, uh, you know, in my 20s and as an early entrepreneur, I would be lots of times thinking, what can I get from that? Well, how can they help me? How can I, how can I, um, grow my business through this relationship. But when I shifted through this mentor in my early thirties to really, okay, what do they need? How can I help them first and adding that value? And a lot of people are just naturally good at that. It's taking me a little while and it actually feels better when I do it, but it can be, it can be little things and it can be just, um, even through our summit, I mean, what I do through my business actually helps people. And so they're more than willing to build a relationship with me and help me in return. And so, um, really shifting my mindset, you know, there, there's no shortage of opportunities out there. So when you mm -hmm. add value, opportunities naturally come to you or you, you see more opportunities. So um, that's one of the simple things is just always ask yourself, what can you do someone first before you, you try to get something out of the relationship? Definitely. And um, if you could give the younger uh, Brian one uh, piece of advice, what would that be? You know, it's, it's, uh, uh, it's, this is a good question because it's taken me a while to realize this, but and it, I go through ebb and flow with it, but to just, you know, the old saying, you know, money doesn't buy happiness. Uh, it really does, you know, like money and possessions. When I, when I, when I would focus on that so much is like the key to what made life worth living. You know, the first job I had out of college was working at an insurance agency as a sales producer. And, um, I got to tell you, a lot of guys drive up in Maseratis and Ferraris and, and, um, you know, you can go drive by their homes and they got, you know, the, the, what looks like really nice ho houses, but, the longer I was there, I realized a lot of these people were miserable. Like they were just unhappy. 
you got the guy that's going through his fourth divorce. The kids don't want to, you know, aren't really a part of his life. He's, he's, you find out he's really living paycheck to paycheck mm. and from the outside it looks so, um, you know, it just took me a, a, a while to realize there's really a balance between striving for big goals, which is great. And I'm not, I'm not saying you should ever just settle, but there is a journey between where you're at now and getting to where you want to go. And so, um, you know, it's about the journey and not the destination. You know, life, I had somebody tell me this in one of the self-development programs I did, uh, you know, life is, is like climbing a mountain with no mountaintop. There's no destination to get to where everything's just perfect and it's all figured out. Uh, life's a mountain with no peaks. So we have to enjoy the journey and be happy with where they're at. Why? Striving for a bigger goal and, a, and, and, and to achieve the things you want to. But don't think those things are going to, you got to be happy now or you're not going to be happy when you have all those things. So um, realizing how long the journey has, has really helped me. Um, and that's the advice I'd give to my younger self is, is do that and be okay with where you're at. Yeah, man. And that, I feel like you kind of answered this next one as well. And maybe you want to elaborate a little bit more, but in your opinion, what is the key to happiness? Yeah, I think it does go into that, which is gratitude. I mean, the more that I'm grateful for what I have and when I tell myself that, and you know, if you've got a morning routine out there, I would say always make gratitude a part of it. There's a five minute journal and things like that, but you know, making gratitude a part of what you do and, um, you know, just, just when you, when you are great, again, like I said, I have a daughter, like when I get to see her laugh and be happy, when I get to be with friends and do simple things like be outdoors or play games or you know, when I'm just enjoying that, uh, Facebook is a slippery slope guys. Like when you're always looking and comparing yourself to what do I not have? What are they doing? How come they're on the trip and I'm not on the trip? Um, so, you know, that relationships are what make life worth living. Being grateful and being around people and having meaningful relationships is, is really what leads to happiness. Mm. And uh, what is the best book that you've read and what was the number one thing you learned from that? So I read a lot of books. Uh, this is, I've asked people the same one when I do the summits. It's kind of, it can be a tough question sometimes because there's a lot of great books I read early. Uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Four Hour Work Week, Think and Grow Rich. I mean, those are all ones that have big impacts in my lives. Uh, I'll just talk about one I read recently. One of the best ones I've read recently is a book called Profit First. Um, I don't know if you've read it or heard of it, but very simple concept about how to run your finances in your business. Very simple, but very profound. I love books like that that simplify the complex, but are mm -hmm. profound. So I would highly recommend that one. It's a good read, quick read, and uh, every entrepreneur should read it. Awesome, brother. Thanks for sharing that with us. Um, yeah. The next one is, what is your favorite quote and why? Yeah, so... Uh, I don't know that I'm necessarily a big quote guy, you know, but uh, I've been thinking about this some recently, again, to all the things I've talked about today. My high school principal, I remember being 18. It was his last year. We're getting ready to graduate. He looks at us and says, boys, enjoy this moment because life goes fast. And the older you get, the more, the faster life does go because you're comparing, you know, where you're at now to all the years that you've lived. And so when you're 60, and you're looking at all the life that you lived and you've only got this year, it feels like it goes pretty fast. And so uh, I was thinking about this this morning, and I love the Ferris Bueller quote. If you've ever seen the movie, fantastic movie, one of my favorite. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. So um, and it's just a great quote. still holds true for me today. Yes, man. Dude, thank you uh, so much for coming on. Um, the last question I have for you before we let you go is where is the best place for people to find and or connect with you online? Yeah, check out our website, insuranceagentsummit.com, or, you know, obviously search for Brian Appleton, LinkedIn, or Facebook, connect with me, happy to do that. But, uh, you know, check out our website, it's 
be sure it's specific, but if you want to see some of the stuff we do, and then you can always find me on LinkedIn or Facebook. Perfect, man. Thanks again for jumping on. Yep. Thank you.